What's up, Hogland Nation? You know we gotta tell you about Mr. T's Tuxedos. Do you or someone you know have a wedding, formal, prom, or big event coming up soon? Well, lucky for you, we have you covered. Mr. T's Tuxedos has the best suits and tuxedos in the area, and will have you looking your best for your big day. With their main store located in Minersville, PA, they also offer fitting services located in Center City, Philly, as well as on-site fittings at your preferred location. Make sure to mention that Hogline sent you when you visit in-store or reach out with an inquiry. To take a look at their catalog and for more information on all that Mr. T's Tuxedos has to offer, visit MrT'sTux.com. That's M-R-T-S-T-U-X.com. And remember, you only have one shot at looking your best. Be sure to take it with Mr. T's Tuxedos. What's going on, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Manis, alongside co-host Jack Manis. And today, you are listening to the 182nd episode of the podcast. Welcome back, folks. Today, we are talking some NBA. We haven't done that in a, a while. I think Jack and Sibby did the last one. That was probably like, what do you think, Jack? Right before the playoffs. Yeah, it was a playoff preview. So, what was that, like five weeks ago, something like that? So. Sure. Uh, as we are here, we are one day away. As you're listening to this, probably the conference finals have started. Uh, so we'll be previewing that as well as talking about some of the, the series that happened previously. And today we are joined by none other than Joey Bolton. Welcome, Joey. What's up, everybody? I'm back. I'm back. Wow. Jack <laughs> Jack gives them an applause over a boo. That is quite the turn of events. That's the first time Jack's given me an applause. In his life, not even just podcast related. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Any type of praise, really. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Joey's here. Uh, we're going to be getting his thoughts on the Sixers' demise in a, in a few minutes here. And I think it's fair to say it was a demise based on the expectations that were placed on the team. Uh, Absolutely. You know, in the beginning of the season and as the season progressed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we can, I, I have nothing else to really say unless you guys do here. We can get right into that if, if you, you know, have no objections. Sure. Uh, no, yeah, no objections. Do you, want me, do you want me to start ranting or do you want to, do you want to have a question for the Sixers? Like do you, as outsiders? Do Let's, you guys probe like, Let's probe them. Let's probe them. Yeah, probe me a little bit because I, I, I'm, I'm going to just get into some stupid stuff. Probe me. All right. So my, my first question here for you is go, taking it all the way back to October when the season started. Uh, what was, and then obviously this is before the acquisition of, of James Harden. Ben Simmons is still on the team. His status is very murky as it was throughout the whole entire season. What was your, you know, heading into opening night, initial expectations for this team? Was it finals or bust? Would you be happy for, with, you know, getting to the conference finals? Um, even if it's not even team related, just if it's related to Embiid, Doc Rivers, like what was your initial expectations going back to October? So that's a, that's a great question because, okay, so in October, I'm putting myself back there. Obviously, I had the expectation that Ben Simmons was going to get moved a lot sooner than he did. I did not think it was going to go all the way to the trade deadline. I know that's what Daryl Morey was saying the entire time and Sixers organization. They just kept saying like, oh, like get ready for the long haul because this could go a while. 
I did not expect it to actually get to the trade deadline. And honestly, like it almost went past the trade deadline. We're very lucky it didn't. But um, so I guess my expectations were number one, I really thought it was going to win MVP. And in my, in my mind, he did. I don't care. I know his bias, but like he was the MVP this year. So like that was pretty cool to watch. There was a reason to watch every night because B was putting up insane numbers. So like that was really fun. But my expectation was still to get out of the second round. I know we didn't have a superstar to match up with Embiid, but we've gotten eliminated in the second round too many years in a row now. And I don't care if we went into the playoffs with just Tobias Harris as our next best player. I had the expectation that our seeding was going to be good enough that we would get out of the second round. The seeding wasn't exactly there for us because the East was just an absolute, like, it was crazy. Like, everybody was within one game of each other going into the final week. So that, I think, had a bad effect on us. But anyway, my point is, like, we should have gotten out of the second round no matter what. Even with injury, which we're going to get into, like, obviously injuries really screwed us over in this final round of the playoff, final round, our final round of the playoffs. But, um, no, yeah, I definitely had higher expectations than this. I'm extremely disappointed. I don't know where – I know where we go from here. I just don't like it because, honestly, next season we're going to be pretty much the same team with a couple different key role players, hopefully. But, um, no, extreme disappointment. I don't think anybody else would disagree, any other Sixers fan. So, yeah, I mean, like, just to get into it, like, a little bit, like, if it beats not injured in this series, I know, like, I, this is going to be biased. Like, I do think we steal a game in Miami. I like, One of those first two games, I mean. Like, we definitely – the first one was pretty close, at least at halftime it was. It kind of got out of hand at the end. But, like, I think if Embiid plays, we steal one in Miami, and then we at least go to game seven. And the point is we had an opportunity and we blew it once again. We used to blame Brett Brown. He's gone. We used to blame Ben Simmons. He's gone. So who do we blame now? Just, the, just ourselves, the organization. Like it's just extreme disappointment. And I can't even begin to put that into words. So yeah, that sucked a lot. I don't know if you guys agree, but yeah, no, like I definitely thought we were getting out of the second round. Um, could I ask about Harden? Yeah, and- okay. Are you? I, I was not disappointed about Harden at all these playoffs. People are being idiots about it. That the last half of the playoffs, that was horrible. Like he what put up zero points. Right? That, I mean, you mean the uh, you're talking about the heat, out a bit. the heat series? You're cutting yes. out a little bit. Oh my! Oh yeah, I guess it's me. Who but, is it, um, Mitch Mitchell? Who is it? Who is it? Who's cutting who is out? It? Honestly, neither of you cut out for me, oh. so I don't know what what was going on there. <laughs> We're both um, No, I wanted to ask. Um, prior to him, I guess when the trade happened, and I, I, my timeline is eluding me now, but the uh, he didn't s- sign the extension mm-hmm. um, before it, before the deadline or before the deadline of that. Um, there was like some mishap with paperwork or something. I mean, you can put that on his agent, or maybe it's just him behind the scenes. Now, at the time, he probably. I, I believe he did that intentionally. Um, Me as well, yeah. Now it's really going to bite him because teams aren't going to pay him that money after what happened, the recency bias of what happened this past series. So I think he messed up there. But what do you – what just general thoughts about Harden or that or what do you think? I, I agree that he did it intentionally. I disagree for the reasoning. I don't think he didn't sign the extension to have an escape code to get out of here if he wanted to. I think he didn't sign the extension because he actually he actually believes he might take less money in order for this team to get better. And I know that Harden's resume and Harden's past few years speak differently because clearly he 
is very, very capable of jumping around different teams and he doesn't really care. I don't think, I think he knows that like, this is his team for a little bit, at least like he can't jump ship and go to another team again. Cause like at that point, you're going to never build chemistry with anybody. You're never going to actually win anything. To be honest, I don't know if he actually wants to win anything. He seems pretty comfortable when he just like gets paid, you know, does what he does. But like, in my opinion, he did everything I expected him to before that last half against Miami. And like, I did expect a little bit more. I didn't expect 30 points per game out of him. I did not expect Rockets, James Harden. I did expect maybe like 25 points, like 20 to 25. And he did underperform on that. I think he was like, what, maybe at best 18 points per game in the playoffs. Like he was at one point, like 15 points per game. It wasn't anything crazy. And like, like I did expect a little more than that, but like the way that he ran the offense, the way that he like, he was like our leader on the court, especially when he wasn't playing. I was not disappointed by that at all. And I do think with a little bit more chemistry, a little bit more health, like he can take this team to the promised land. But uh, just things just didn't work out right. We didn't have enough time to play with him. I hope he comes back. I think he is going to come back on a smaller contract. And I, I wasn't extremely disappointed in him. People that are blaming him are idiots. Like, like he did not play poorly. Like, like other than that last half, that was awful. And I think that's more so on Doc Rivers, to be honest. But um, no, I wasn't disappointed at all. And to be honest, the biggest disappointment was losing Drummond and Steph Curry. And I understand that you have to give up good players to get a superstar back in return. But mm-hmm. the fact that we didn't go into the playoffs with Ben Simmons on our roster technically was amazing. We would have been like, we forgot about it like a little bit ago. Like it was no longer like every now and then an article would come out about Ben. But like Sixers fans, in my opinion, didn't really care after like the first couple of months. If we entered the playoffs with Ben Simmons still on our team, we would definitely still be thinking about that. And that would definitely mess up our team chemistry. So I'm really glad we just, we found the, absolute best trade available for Ben got him out of here and like now we can actually focus on the future of our team rather than going into next season still worried about who's going to take this guy off our hands so no I'm not disappointed at all not really what do you think Mitchell yeah that that's a good point I mean you can get into you know the players you gave up Harden's performance or whatnot but there's something to be said for cutting out a cancer in the locker Mm -hmm. room Absolutely. Um, and, you know, Jack and I know it all too well with, you know, the Steelers have had their fair share of things. Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, um, you know, True. and so, you know, you get rid of these guys and you, I mean, Antonio Brown left in 20, uh, after the 2018 season, 2019 was a weird because Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. Then 2020, you know, we, we have a really good season, didn't shape out the way we wanted to, but Again, I, I think the point I bring the point I, I I'm trying to make and bringing that up is I think sometimes we get into too much of like the X's and O's and the how well the players did, but just to get rid of that alone is a major addition by subtraction. So it was a move that needed to be done, and yeah, it didn't work out for the Sixers this year the way it did, but. Um, it could have been even worse if he if the, if nothing was done and Ben was just sitting, you know, on 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 the sidelines and we could have totally you know, been. That would have been a very exit. ugly situation and maybe they could have yeah. even got bounced round one. Who knows? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it's still a team that has has a little bit of a window, so it's not like it's all gonna fall to into pieces next year. Um, so there there's still an opportunity to have, you know, more success in the postseason. 
Last thing, uh, do you think is Doc the coach next year? Absolutely. Yeah. No, he's okay. not. I mean, like Maury already said it pretty much. Like, like there was no like exit interview even for him apparently, which I know everybody does an exit interview, but like there was no like contention whatsoever. Doc Rivers is staying, and I know a lot of Philadelphia fans hate that. They don't really want him here, but it's a very very common uh, denominator that uh, Philadelphia just hates their coaches. Like. Doug Peterson won us a Super Bowl, and a lot of people aren't even sold on him, like, being, like, an all-time great coach in Philadelphia. So it's just, like, it, it, whenever things go bad, Philadelphia blames the coach. It's just it's just, it's just, just how it is. So, right. no, Doc, Doc Rivers is going to be here. I also want to say real quick, like, it's also slept on how much Harden made everybody else on our team so much better. Like, Tobias Harris in the playoffs, like, he needs a round of applause. He played out of his mind, like. I've never seen Tobias Harris look like LA Clippers Tobias Harris on this team. And he looked like that. Like he was just like, he wasn't letting the game come. Like he, he was bringing the game to him or whatever the heck the comment is. He looks so good. And then even Maxi is going to, he's going to be an all-star next year. If Harden's on this roster, like he absolutely will be an all-star. Like there's just no doubt in my mind. So you want to bet yeah, on it? Yeah. I'll bet on it. I think I, I really do believe that Maxi will be an all-star. I, I don't know if Harden's going to be an all-star to be honest. I think, I think Maxi's more likely. Like, and, and like, just, just because like, he's got the flashiness to him. Like he's Maxi is so good. Like he's really he, good, but that's, it's tough to be an all-star. It, it is, but like, you need to have consistent numbers. And I, I really view Maxi having a consistent, a way more consistent year next year than he did this year. Like we also, we all saw flashes, but like he showed up in the playoffs, like no 22 year old, 22. Yeah. Whatever he is as ever before. So, yeah. I mean, I, I would lean no, but I think it's, it's still, um, I wouldn't put it like even odds, like minus 110 that he is and minus 110 that he's not going to be. I'd probably say like, I don't know, minus 200 that he's not and like maybe plus 200 that he is. But it's it's still like it could definitely happen. I could see it for sure. We're not shocked. Also, biggest regret, biggest regret of the season. Last thing I'll say with the Sixers, uh, we put a we should have made Matisse Thibel a part of that trade with uh, Brooklyn and maybe kept Curry or Drummond or something. Um, I did not want to do that at the time. I love Bible. I think he's a great guy. But when, when you see him in the playoffs, you just kind of realize, like, he's such a liability on offense. And it's just I, – I don't know how he fits into this team, to be honest. So, yeah. He's got to develop, he's got to develop a more offensive point of side of his game, which you've heard that before with Ben Simmons. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, is, is it just going to be – just wait till Matisse develops a jump shot. Is that, is that going to be the new yeah. – wait till Ben gets a jump shot. He doesn't even need a jump shot. He needs a corner three. And that's what we said about Ben, too. But, like, if Bible gets oh, a corner yeah. three, like, he'll become P.J. Tucker. Like, that's all you got to be. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm disappointed. All right. Um, next on our agenda here, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about the Game 7s yesterday. Uh, I watched all the Celtics game. Uh, but I only watched a little bit of the Suns-Mavs because the Penguins game was on at the same time. Same. And I, we were watching it during intermissions, but once we once it, we realized, you know, the game was getting out of hand, didn't really watch much, or I don't think we watched any of the second half. So, um, but we'll start with the Celtics first. Um, pretty close game relatively for the first half, but the Celtics really pulled away in the second half. Grant Williams... Uh, went absolutely insane, played the best game of his career. Uh, he had a career high in points. I think he ended up with – I knew he had seven threes at least. He may have ended up with eight threes. Seven of 18. He shot seven, 18, 18 threes. Right. But still, I mean, for him to hit seven threes, that, that's just 
you're going to win every single time if a guy like that's going to be hitting seven threes. Um, Jason Tatum did, I think, the majority of his scoring in the first half. I think he had 17 or 18 in the first half. But, again, everything was everything was clicking for the Celtics, especially in the second half. And uh, they closed out the defending champs. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have any comments on that. It was very good series overall, um, especially that game five. I don't know if you guys remember. It was just the Celtics had it. I think they were up by 10 to 15. The Bucks came back, ended up winning by three at the end. Very good series overall, and um, yeah, the Bucks. Oh. Yeah, they were. Um, I it's before last year. My thoughts on the Bucks were, I don't. I never really trusted them. Like I, I like Chris Middleton, like, but I never thought, um, can you win it all, or can you be that successful? Like, what's your ceiling if Chris Middleton's your two? Clearly, the ceiling is the uh, finals, but they didn't have Middleton. So, I mean, without a guy like him, who's your number two, and he's a very good shooter and just a very good solid all-around player, like a fringe all-star. Um, when you lose that, that's huge because outside of Giannis, they have Drew Holiday, who's solid, but they're, I guess you could say there's limitations scoring-wise and size-wise. Um, granted, he is a good defender for uh, as a guard, but uh the pieces around other than them too it, it's kind of thin like just role players and it's just tough to take down two superstars i'm comfortable calling them brown a superstar when tatum and jalen brown um yeah what do you what do you what do you got joey or mitchell I, mean, China? Go ahead, I was just gonna go ahead. I, I was just gonna say that like i still think Giannis is the best player in this league and it's like he's becoming yeah. the, the the new like like the new LeBron in a sense that like he should win MVP every year. It's just like that gets boring for some reason. So like, they're not going to do that every year, but um, I don't think there's a team in this league that if you take one player away, it gets so much worse than the Bucks with Giannis. You could argue Luca on the maps maybe or something. But, I like, would argue that, but it's the, yeah, it's true. definitely I, those two teams. Buck, Bucks definitely have better talent after Giannis than the, than the Mavs do after Luca, especially with Timmy Hardaway being injured. But um, no, like I'm telling you right now, like I'm not surprised at all. This was the seven games, despite the fact that like there were injuries on the box and stuff like Giannis is so good. And I'm so terrified of him. Like I am so terrified of him in this league. Like I think he's going to run it for like a really long time. So like he'll be back next year. I wouldn't be surprised if they win it all next year, honestly. So like, no, nah, yeah. I mean, Celtics are also the hottest team coming into the playoffs. So like you can't be upset with how like the Bucks performed. Like I give them all the credit in the world. But no, yeah, I think Celtics are going to the finals, and we'll get into that later a little bit more. But yeah, no, not not surprised at all. The Boston won this. I'm just gonna read off Giannis's stat lines in this series. It's just stupid. It is stupid. Game one, 24, 13, and 12. So we did a triple double in game one. Game two, in a loss, he had 28, nine, and seven. Probably his worst. Definitely, his worst game was 28, nine, and seven. <laughs> Game three, 42, 12, and eight. Game four, 34, 18, and five. And then from there, I mean, game five, he had 40, 11, and three. Then in game six, he had 44, 20, and six in a loss. And then game seven, 25 points, 20 rebounds, and nine assists. Like first that, player like, ever. Yeah, first player ever with 200 points, 100 rebounds, 50 assists in a series. 
yeah that, that's just that is just dumb like that's just like no one should be able to do that like oh. he averaged 34 points almost 15 rebounds and seven assists and he shot 46 percent, and they lost the series I, that's I, like lebron levels of whatever fi- finals that was was it like yeah. 15 finals or something like that yeah when they were 16 deba- yeah when they were debating if he should win mvp even though they lost like that's oh, that 2015 yes yeah it's that level of of dominance yeah. so i mean <laughs> that's just crazy i just wanted to say that um all right i guess that's all we we have to really say about that series um, can i just end with um the stat i shared yesterday which makes sense but still crazy that the celtics have is their 37th eastern conference finals and meaning that that means that they've played in half the eastern conference finals wow yeah that, that is also ridiculous too <laughs> yeah Suns Mavs, very interesting one. Suns best record in the regular season. They fall short after reaching the finals last year. Uh, I mean, I don't not. I mean, there was probably a few people that saw this coming, but Suns were definitely the, the favorite in this series, despite Luca's dominance. Um, and especially, I mean, highlight in Game Seven. I mean, that was no one. I don't think anyone saw that level of a blowout coming. Yeah. I mean, the Suns had 27 points at halftime. Luca had 27 points at halftime. I mean, I bet the Suns over under in the first quarter was around 27. Like in the first quarter, it probably was around that. If you were to bet on the over under for the Suns. It's just, I don't know. It was just all around terrible. Um, And yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add. I mean, in terms of the Mavs, I mean, they're putting together a, very good season in their own right. So, yeah, the Mavs, Mavs and Celtics, best two teams since the All Star break, um, record wise. The Mavs are so interesting because outside of Luca, they're so bad. I mean, we so referenced bad. that earlier. Um, we're talking about it's similar with Giannis and the Bucks. I think it's even more drastic with Luca and the Mavs. Um, when I watch the Mavericks play, I, I really feel like that it's. It's kind of like um, a high school team that has like that one five-star crew going to Kentucky and there's this is the rest of them and he's just carrying them, <laughs> which that can work in high. You can win a state championship that way in high school, but it's just not, that's just not going to happen. Grant, I've been doubting that. Like I, I had them beating the jazz. Um, then they may get past the Suns. I don't think anyone thought that. Um, but I, I don't see how they get past the Warriors. Um, that's, that's what everybody said though with the Suns. right like, but we we do keep saying that it's just it's just watching this team is is just funny like I, I really just view it as like a high school team as i said with that one player carrying them um, I, I also i think that luca like also like doesn't like like you know how he's like being like non-serious at all about like this he's like he's like very like he's smiling after every shot and stuff like that i think he knows that mm-hmm. there's no expectation for them so he's just playing his own game that could help happens. right that could yeah, help 100 percent He's he has the most points per game in playoff history among like, qualifying players. Um, I don't know. I guess it's certain. I mean, a certain amount of games is the qualifying mark. He's just above Jordan. Um, I mean, he's only twenty three. Mitchell, isn't he exactly your age, pretty much? I'll check that out real quick. You guys can. They both. Talking, but... They've both accomplished the same amount in their lives. Obviously, hundred percent. They have. <laughs> 
Luca. I mean, I will say, I, I did see, uh, what's it called? Like, I mean, first of all, I think the Mavs are my, like, I've been trying to have, like, a Western Conference team that, like, I want to, like, follow because, like, I really don't know anything about the West compared to the East. But um, Luca is definitely my favorite player in the league now behind Joel Embiid. And I think the Mavs are my West Coast team. And I just want to read this tweet that I saved. This is insane. So, over the course of a seven-game series, Luka Doncic outscored fourth-place MVP Devin Booker 218 to 164. He out-rebounded DeAndre Ayton 69 to 57, and he out-assisted Chris Paul 49 to 40. And he also had more steals and Defensive Player of the Year runner-up Mikel Bridges 15 to 9. He wow. literally did every single thing that they are the best at on their team better. Like he is insane. Like I don't know if we've seen a guy like this, like carry a team like this, like since LeBron is like, what's it called? Uh, two thousand? What was it? Two thousand eight? No, two thousand six. No, no. Um, I mean, oh, that team too. But like when LeBron was when LeBron was completely yes. yeah, over, yeah, 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 yeah. That one. So yeah, no, I. I don't have words for that. He's absolutely insane, and I think he's the best player behind Giannis in this league. Yeah, he uh, he's six months younger than me. <laughs> wow, February twenty eighth of nineteen ninety nine. He's not as handsome as you, though, Mitchell. Never forget it. Yeah, he can't grow a beard like this. <laughs> I don't think he could actually. Uh. Yeah, how was he not the first pick in that draft? I mean, just because people were skeptical of I mean he, he's playing um Europe European leagues is is not the next I mean it's the next best professional league, but people view college basketball as the next best league in the world. And oh man, he was the MVP of that league. Right. He's been playing <laughs> for in the second best professional league in the world since he was 16. He was MVP there. Like, come on. Exactly. So, I don't know. So, I mean, I don't know. De- DeAndre Ayton still solid player, but obviously you oh, rather I, have Luke. You rather have Luca and Trey Young, but yeah. I did want to. I did want to mention. Somebody asked Monty Williams in the post game interview about like, um, oh, somebody Ayton. Ayton. Yeah, in the fourth quarter, having zero minutes, and uh, he said like, "What? No he said, comment." He said, "It's internal." Yeah, it's internal. What's up? Like, Aiden definitely doesn't want to be there, right? Like, he knows that he could probably be, like, the number one option on a team. I I don't know. Maybe not in today's NBA with him being a center. But, like, I feel like he really wants a bigger role and he's not going to get it in Phoenix. He can be a number one. He thinks he can. I I think he's – in his role at the Suns as a number three, I think that's ideal. I, I completely agree, but I, I, it just does not seem like he feels that way. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I think he's getting uh, – I mean, from an external perspective, it seems like he has an ideal situation, but apparently internally it is different. Uh, also, I'm ready to talk – Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say real quick. How does this situation go on forward? Like, does this Suns team continue to be a contender? Like, how old is Chris Paul now? Even like thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Oh my god! Like, so like, yeah. I guess my question is like, how much longer do they have to actually be like contenders, or like, are they going to become nothing soon again? Um, I mean, if they, I believe Aiton is up. That like, he do like for a contract i know there's been talks like is he getting or did he already get paid did he get a max 
I thought they kind of like lowballed him, and he said no. But I, I, I'm, I don't remember. Let me look it up. So, if they figure that out and they retain him, and they're able to keep Bridges, um, yeah, obviously with Paul and Booker still there. Um, yeah, run it back. I, I, this is a, it was a catastrophic loss for them. Like, I, I don't know. They, they can't get much better with. They went to the finals in 2021, have the best regular season record in 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just, things didn't go their way in the playoffs. I mean, a night like this, like that last night in the game seven, that's an anomaly. Like that's not who they are. And everyone knows that it's just games like that just happen to happen or just happen sometimes. And it happened to happen at the worst time. Like they had the worst game of their season by far last night. Um, so, I mean, they're still a very good team. Retain all their core pieces and run it back next year, and I'd still call them contender. Now, how long could that last? I mean, it would be as long as Chris Paul stays good, and he hasn't declined. Like, he's still a good player. Um, he's arguably the most important player of that team still. And, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 tough to put a time limit on these guys. Like, we, we want to put a time limit on LeBron every, like, LeBron every year. Um, Kevin Durant is getting older and older, but still doesn't slow down. Same with Curry. Like, it's just tough. Um, I don't know. Maybe, like, so, two more years Chris Paul so, can sustain this. So, if Aiden leaves, are, are they still that? Because, like, he is a restricted That's free tough. after this. I, I don't know if they are, man. Like, I like that team a lot, but I'm worried about them. Like, can they even – if they can afford it, I don't know if they can afford that because Paul's getting a ton of money. Booker is too. Um, He's eligible he, for on, a five-year, $172.5 million contract. Yeah, they're not doing that. If he's gone, then like who – but who would they even like – it's tough to find a player like that that like you can't afford. It's reasonable and then – I don't know, but work, playing with Chris Paul and Devin Booker, maybe – it can be sort of like a system player. You can plug a guy in. But I do know that that team has a lot of chemistry, so that is tough. That may be tough to build with a guy, a free agent acquisition, who's not Aiton. Um, Sounds like we need you, Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, they definitely need Ben Simmons. Everybody needs Ben Simmons. What do you think, Mitchell? Uh, I mean, if I were them, I just – again, I, who knows? Uh you know, Williams's answer to that question saying, you know, it sounded like there was some beef there. As, assuming that's like all taken care of, I, in, in, in speaking in terms of just on the basketball court, I'd say just run, I mean, run it back next year. I mean, it, yeah. it's just, it was just a matter of things just not bouncing the right way for you. I mean, just they, in they, fall. Yeah. They're, they're sure. clearly, they showed it last year. They're a good enough team to make the finals. And if you make it, then, you know, it depends who you're matched up against, but anything can happen. So I, I'd say running back at least one more year. And at that point, maybe you want to reevaluate. But for next year, if I were them, I'd try to just do the same thing. True. I also, I guess this is the last thing we'll say on the Suns, but I looked, Devin Booker will be entering his eighth NBA season next year, and he's going to be 25. He's currently 25? He's currently 25, but opening day next year, he'll still be 25. Wait, what? How's that? 
he he's young. He started when he was eighteen. He had one year at Kentucky. Uh, true. That's crazy, actually. I mean, yeah. he didn't do anything for his first couple of years. But like, I mean, he was good, but like his team sucked. So. No, I remember when he was twenty. He had that seventy-point game, right? No, yeah. I mean, he was definitely really good. It's just he but the team was game. really bad. Yes, yeah, the team yeah. was very bad. Yeah, just crazy. Um, all right, so I'm ready to talk about these conference finals. Um, we will start with the East with the, the Boston Celtics taking on the Miami Heat. He'd have home court advantage as they are the one seed in the East. Um, what do we think is happening here? I, I think it'll be a good series. Heat are uh, a good team, but I don't know. I think I'll, I'll just I'll spoil it right now. I think the Celtics are going to win this series. Yeah, I think Celtics and I think win. Joey spoiled it too. So for himself, yeah, Celtics win. If they don't sweep, it'll be 4-1. I think Celtics are a thousand times the team Miami is. And I know Miami's a good team. They're a one seed technically. But, like, Boston was truly the best team entering the playoffs in the East. So, like, maybe my, my – like, well, they're going to be in Miami for the first two games. Uh, let me lose Jack. Jack is experiencing technical, technical difficulties. So, I guess you know we'll what? get I'm, Jack back in a second. But Yeah, I'm not, I'm not cutting this out. He can get back whenever he wants. So hopefully, I can yeah. have him. But um, no, yeah. Anyway, my point is like Miami Heat's pretty good, but Boston is just so much better in every way. Like, there's just no way Boston loses. Yeah, I- I'm not gonna say it's a sweeper or a gentleman sweep. Oh, Jack's back. What happened there? <laughs> I hear the face I'm looking at right now. I'm not gonna. I'm here. Out. What happened? I don't know. It's, you guys just froze, so I left and I rejoined. Oh, so no, okay. yeah, I was the one that froze earlier for sure, right? Yeah, you were. You're in a basement. <laughs> yes, true. This is true. Uh, well, you didn't really. Did mess you guys much. do anything while I was gone? No, I was just filibuster. I said that. Uh, oh, we filibustered so much, but no, I said Boston's yeah. going to either sweep or four-one. Okay, that just yeah. reminds me. I meant to bring it up for talking about the Bucks Celtics series, but. The Bucks Celtics faced off uh, five weeks ago at the end of the regular season. Um, and Boonholzer decided to rest all of his key players. Middleton, Giannis, um, and Holiday didn't play, I believe. Celtics decided to play their players for the sake of seeding, and it worked out. They got home court in game seven. That's actually a really good point. I think that's so, really interesting. Yeah, I forgot to bring that up. But I guess I'll we're back in the Eastern Conference. I'll give my uh, prediction. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah, Joey and I shared ours, so you might as well just make it three for three. Yeah, we all know what it is, Jack. I said I sorry, I said Celtics in six. Six? Okay. Joey, Joey said Celtics in five. Yeah. I think the Heat in seven. Wow. That's just that's that's not right. I think you're just saying that because you're financially invested in the Heat. No, I may hedge. But <laughs> I mean, Jack loves that. hedging I, his like two dollar bets. It was okay. I'll I'll say what it was. I don't remember when I placed it. I'm gonna say in like guess in maybe March. The parlay the Warriors to win the Western Conference and the Heat to win the Eastern Conference. It was like a dollar to win forty. Um, so I may hedge it to win a guaranteed twenty dollars. But anyway, I digress from that. Let it ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. You gotta um, let it ride. Yeah. The the Heat are a tough team, and I think people are kind of forgetting about them 
and what I've heard the past couple of days because the Heat haven't played, I guess, in the past most recent days. Um, that's because they took care of business early. Um, granted, I, I'd say the Bucks are stronger than the, the Sixers at this point, but uh, the Heat are – the Heat have home court, and uh, they start the series in Miami, and it will end in Miami if it goes seven. And Miami home court is huge. I think that's very – it's a better home court advantage than a lot of other teams have. Um, it's a team that's been there before. In the 2020 finals, they've had the pretty much the same pieces. Um, Hero has gotten even better since then, undoubtedly. I mean, I guess Hero, if you take Hero in that finals and he's the conference final, like that's what he's more money off. Um, I think I should add, or I just want to note that I saw Marcus Smart sprained his foot or sprained his foot or ankle he's questionable or doubtful game one i forget the head, the report i saw earlier he's gonna play though if, if, if there's anybody that's gonna play but could be game. limited i mean who he's gonna be i assume he's guarding hero primarily true that's gonna make it tough and in miami i would bet on the heat to win game one I definitely just, more well rested that's a good point True. Yeah, yeah, he'd have it more well said I said. I guess that'll make it a little closer. But like I'll be honest, when I saw Robert Williams was having like injury issues entering the playoffs, I had no faith in the Celtics beating the Bucks. I felt like they really needed him in order to like guard Giannis and like Al Horford was gonna get torched. And I could not have been more wrong about that. Al Horford actually stepped up a lot. Al so Horford I, just channeling his inner like 2013. He dropped 30, right? In a game, in one of those games. Yeah. He's I think it was insane. game three. If I'm not sleeper mistaken. agent, by the way. He's a sleeper agent. When he was when he was sent to the Sixers, I swear to God, he intentionally lost on purpose because whoever that man was, this series, we didn't see him once in our entire year with him. Like, I'm so glad he was on the Thunder for a year or two because he deserved didn't to be it, in and then, hell well, for that. And then didn't the Thunder like trade him because he was good? Like he was like he was helping them win. They didn't want to well, win. Isn't that like well, essentially he, what happened? He was playing really well. well. Not really well. He was playing decent when you're on the Thunder. And then he stopped playing because he said he wanted to wait for, like, another team to play for and not risk injury. But I'm, I'm sure the Thunder were like, hey, if you want to, like, sit out the rest of the season, like, we wouldn't mind. So, right. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. It, it, there was definitely some uh, something going on there. What was it? Oh, okay. I remember now. Uh, Jack, you mentioned, you know, the playoff experience for the Heat. I mean, I don't really know how much I buy into that because it's not like, like these Celtics have gone deep into I know not the finals that's they've, fair. they've made the conference finals like before and they've had that's a ton true. of playoff experience as a team Al Horford does too like they they have I don't know it's not like the Mavs the Mavs don't have too much playoff experience so that is fair I don't really think it's you know just because the Heat played in one finals two years ago in the bubble I don't I don't know so I'm changing but, mine Boston four Boston oh. four Okay. Yeah. In yeah. four? Yeah. Oh, I, have no Jack- I have no I have no faith in Miami. I Jack think Miami the opposite of persuade Joey. He made him more confident in his own. What? Yeah, I just keep thinking about the matchups. I just keep thinking about how it shakes out. I mean, Tyler Hero, like I like, need to bet you, Joey. Yeah, like I'll tell I'll me the matchups. It. What are you thinking about the matchups? What why? I, I, 
I, I know that like Miami has a decent starting. I mean, right, well, think about it. Gabe Vincent and Max Truss starting on Miami. And meanwhile, Boston's got Tatum, Brown, Smart. Who else? Pritchard's pretty great off the bench. Like Al Horford's playing out of his mind. I just really like, and like Bam Adebayo is so overrated. Like Jimmy oh, Butler. Oh, I don't think so. Jimmy Butler played out of his mind this series against the Sixers. Like he was what? Was he scoring 30 a game? Maybe, like probably. Um, I, but, like, who's to say he can't do that again? Fair. Okay, that, that's my point. Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero have to score 25 a game every game at least, probably more to be honest, if they want to beat uh, the Celtics. I don't feel like Tatum Brown, everybody needs to do that. I feel like they have a lot more guys capable of stepping up. Max, like, like Gabe Vincent and Max Struss didn't miss a three against us. If that doesn't happen, we maybe steal a game in Miami in the first two games. And like, without Embiid, by the way, like that, I feel like it's very slept on that. Like we almost stole a game in Miami without Embiid. Like how good could they possibly be? We, we are an awful team without Embiid. We have nothing. Like, I don't know. I just don't have faith in Miami. Maybe I'm salty. Maybe I'm mad they beat us. But now look, no. I guess what I would say, what comes to mind immediately, um, experience wise, you turn to coaching, and there's a huge, dis- there's huge. True, par- I didn't think there. about that. I didn't think about what Spolstra either. does, like <laughs> the sets he runs. It's, it's. I mean, he's clearly he's one of the best. He's the best. Going to throw out some some claims here, but he's one of the, one of the best coaches of this generation. Like you can't argue that. Um, Brad's gonna come down from the box and coach. I mean, do you I, even want that? He, I like. I think Brett Stevens is. I don't know. He's I don't know, good. I'm just, I'm just joking. I, yeah, I think he had his Stevens run, is. but I think, I think he was a good coach. He he had his run, but I think it kind of fizzled out at the end. And I think he has a much better role in in the front office. True. I, I mean, I think. Well, how do you say this? Is it Udoka? Oh, I don't know. You're Celtics the coach. People. I always have trouble pronouncing it too. He's good. I don't get me wrong, but it's just there's levels to this, and Spolstra's clearly above. No, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, you can that. make guys like as you said, Max Struss, like be like pivotal to like uh, very important pieces like throughout this playoffs. Like I, I don't see how he can't continue that for this I also, series. I did and to say that. That they're gonna lose in four is nuts, Joey. Hell yeah. Hell seven yeah. to one, Joey. It's it's seven to one for a sweep for Celtics. That's not bad. That's I'll take good odds. Oh, do no. it. That's, all right, do it. Jack. We gonna do it. five bucks? No more. Oh wait, all what? Right. Oh oh, you so you give me five bucks? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. You guys, back up a second. Re-explain the terms of this. It's just I'm the sports book. And oh, Joey's giving, betting like, seven giving, to one. Oh, you're giving me the odds? I would have done five dollars straight, but hey, you committed to it. You're doing five dollars straight up for a sweep or not a sweep. Absolutely, because I'm right. And also it's five dollars. You know, what are you what are you gonna lose? Joey, I mean, no, if we're Joey. doing straight if we're doing straight up, I would do so much <laughs> more. I, I I'll Too bet late. you like uh oh, connection issues. I'm here. Joey's not here. <laughs> Jack, literally it was you. <laughs> oh. Joey's not here. Mitchell didn't freeze for me, but Joey did. So I no, thought it was Joey. No, that, I, that, that first time, I, neither of you froze for me, but that time that was all you. Um, uh, Joey, that was the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life. Jack, yeah. offered, Jack offered you to pay, Jack offered to pay you like $35 if they swept, but you give him $5 if oh, they don't. Oh, I thought you were doing But the then, but then you're I, like, nope, let's just do five and five if it doesn't happen. 
I was gonna, what's it called? He was gonna give me five dollars. I was gonna give him like, what would that be? Like a dollar? Like what? No, fifty cents? I don't even know. Like, yeah, no. My, oh, my bad. Is that uh, what? In that yeah, case, hold on. I, I want to get. I want to make sure I understood right. You were gonna give him the seven to one odds if it happens, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I thought that's what he meant, and I just agreed to it. But now I'm confused. Now I'm confused too. Never mind. Five dollars. You give me thirty-five. Deal. Here's what happened. Okay, this is this is this is break uh, it down. Break it down. So if I understood correctly, you offered Joey, which when I after I said the seven to one thing, you said Joey, you give me five dollars, and if the sweep happens, I'll give you thirty-five dollars back. I didn't say that. That's what I thought you meant. Okay. But then Joey also didn't understand what you meant. And he's like, nope, let's just do $5 if it happens and $5 if it doesn't happen. So, Jack, pretty much you owe me $35. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's just... Um, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll just do it. I don't even care. Okay. So, just to confirm one more time, Joey... If it doesn't happen, you give Jack five dollars. Deal. If the Celtics do sweep the Heat, Jack, you got to give Joey. Technically, it'd be forty dollars because it's seven to one, and you'd be winning thirty. We agreed to thirty-five. Okay, Jack's getting a discount there then. Uh, okay. So Jack will give Joey thirty-five dollars if the Celtics sweep the Heat. This is ridiculous. Okay, that's a little too you. long to figure out. Once the Heat win Game One, I'm gonna bet, I'm gonna request <laughs> you five dollars immediately. Yeah, absolutely. And I will pay it. And I can't wait to request you $35 in a week. That'd be great. Wow. All right. How did I become a Celtics fan all of a sudden? What happened? <laughs> yeah, you're really dying on this hill. Yeah, apparently I am. All right. We've talked enough uh, about this series. We're going to move on to the West real quick. Um, Mavs Warriors. And uh, the the Warriors look to get back to the finals, which they haven't been since 20. It was only 20, 2019. 19. Not too long ago. So they just missed out on two finals now. Uh, but they look to get back. They've obviously struggled with some injuries over the past two seasons. So, But now everyone's back, and uh, they're, they're looking to make the finals again. Uh, will they be successful in that quest? I think we're all going to agree on this one. Yeah, so. and, I can't, and I can't wait for Luca to prove us wrong. I'm actually really excited. But yeah, Warriors win, right? Like, I don't know in yeah. what. But. Can we know on the count of three, can we say how many games? Sure. All right. Three, two, two one, one, five. five. Oh, wow. Well, hey. Did okay. we all say five? We, we all said, said five. five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah. yeah I, mean, I, like, I right? would. I would say sweep, but I just wanted to give Luca respect. I think he'll take one game. So they'll take 100%. one game in Dallas. I can't I can't wait for him to prove us wrong. I really am. Like I'm so excited. Like that's such a great like that's a, like oh that's the best. I mean like Jack I, I mean I think I mean we've seen it in Someone, the past, like these go. You you're always cutting out. <laughs> go. I'm sorry. And I <laughs> are we up to speed now? It's that Florida connection. Yeah, go ahead. Um I mean, I feel like we've seen it in past years with these Warriors teams, like their opponents in the Western Conference Finals. What, what comes to mind immediately is the Trailblazers, and I forget the year, maybe 2018. Rockets. Like the Rockets. Well, the Rockets, they took that, they took them deep. That was the seven game series. Mm-hmm. Um, Which the Rockets should have won. But like the, the Trailblazers, I, I, I think that's a, a pretty good comparison to this Mavs team. Like they had, they were, Good, they're a good team. Like they had their success led by a star. 
but it's it's the it's the Warriors and the Trailblazers got swept and I don't see how different that is. Don't see how different it's going to play out here. Other than I'll, I'll I think Luga is too good to not give him the game. So fair. Yeah, I was just being respectful of him. I mean, honestly, I I would not be surprised if it was a sweep, but mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, the uh, other situation I can think of is, like, we mentioned that 2018 year when LeBron was all alone, and, like, that is what Luka kind of is right now. Like, and I know it's kind of crazy to compare him to that LeBron, but, I mean, he is. So, like, I mean, and the Warriors handled that fine. So, like, yeah, this should be – this should not be that hard for the Warriors. Uh, Jack mentioned that he does have – is depending on the Warriors in terms of his wager that he might hedge. Um, I also have the Warriors. I did. Warriors to win the finals and Hurricanes to win the Stanley Cup. I placed that back in, um, I don't know, probably like February or March. And it's $2 to get $136. So, you know, Warriors is looking more likely now. I know the Hurricanes did pretty well, but they still, you know, they're only through one series. And that's definitely more of a longer shot than than the Warriors too, but. I'll definitely pay attention if if they give me a cash out option to evaluate mm-hmm. there. But so yeah, I'll be rooting for the Warriors, but I want to see a good series. But ultimately, I'll be rooting for the Warriors in, in the end. There. Um, anything else on this series? Um, you know, it was the Steph and Clay and Jordan Poole and Draymond just gonna do their thing and. I, I would talk about matchups, but I don't know anybody other than like Jalen Brunson, Luca, and like is Powell still on the team? Like I, 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 I it's not even game. worth talking about matchups, yeah, right? Yeah, Spencer, yeah, exactly. D- Spencer like... Dinwiddie had thirty points last night. That's true. Dinwiddie. Oh yeah, yeah, he did go off. Right? series. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, if we're betting on Spencer Dinwiddie to do that again, I'm not feeling great. I mean, he's not holding his breath. No, yeah. All right, so that means Joey and I have a Celtics Warriors finals. Jack has a Heat Warriors finals. Um, we don't have to go into analysis. I mean, we can maybe talk about that when the time comes. But uh, who's winning in what? How many games? If that were to occur, oh man! I think I think I think both I of those know. series would be very good. I think Warriors I think on seven. Warrior. Wow! Against Miami? Are you you think Miami takes Warriors to seven? You're crazy. You're just you're you're just. You think crazy. that's crazier than? Them take the heat taking this the Celtics to seven. No, I think Celtics like well, I'll get into it with my Celtics Warriors thing, but I think it's crazier that the heat take the Celtics to seven. Yeah, so you think, think the Celtics are better than the Warriors? So you think the Celtics yeah, will win it? So up? I, if I had to choose one, first off, I, I, I can go either way, and I know that's a really like cop out answer, but like, I like that's going to be an awesome series, Celtics Warriors. I really hope it becomes that. But um, I do think Celtics will edge it out probably in seven, maybe six. No, wait. Who would get home court there? I guess Warriors. Are, well, wait, no. Is it Who the better record? Right? Yeah, I think it's the better record. Yeah. I'll check real quick. It's probably, well, I don't know. Warriors kind of fell in the standings a little bit there when they had injury problems. I'm, I'll have it up in one second. Yeah, take your time. I mean, yeah, so I guess. Ooh, Warriors won two more games. Wow. No, in that case, oof, I don't know. I don't know, actually, then. I'm saying Warriors in six. You think they finish it off in Boston, huh? Yep. That would be kind of appropriate. 
it just seems like too much of a storyline for all the warriors to finally get healthy again and come together and win it again. But I guess that makes sense for a dynasty. Oh man, I don't know. That's a really. Tough I want one. the Warriors to win for the sake of LeBron's legacy. Yeah, that's pretty true. Actually, <laughs> they were that good. I just want the Warriors to win, just because like they, I hate all the like KD slander. I mean, screw, screw. I don't care about KD. He's, you know, he's, he's an ass. But like when it comes to the Warriors, like they were such a good team and they deserve to win it all again. So, I, I would hope the Warriors win, but I think the Celtics are going to pull it out in seven. There we go. Man, what if KD stayed? Ah oh, man, I don't even know. <laughs> and he was on this team. They don't get Jordan like they Coleman, would win right? it every. They would still be winning it every year. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. We'd have no Yon, like no Yon, like the, no um, LeBron wouldn't have won the bubble. I mean, injuries, I mean, there'd be injuries, so you'd have to consider that. True. But. The scariest part, though, is that the Warriors are going to be good for a little bit now, depending on how long Steph, Clay, and Draymond, you know, stay like they are. But they got Poole, they got Kaminga, they got Wiseman. Who else do they have? There's more. Got Gary Payton. Uh, a scoff at Wiseman. I, is, is, I don't know much about him, to be honest. I haven't seen him since there's like two games at Memphis that he played or whatever. He was Mitchell's but, um, rookie of the year. Whoa. I mean, well, did he get did he get hurt? What happened again? He hasn't been uh, – I mean, clearly LaMelo has been the best of the class. So. Yeah, true. You think but, LaMelo's better than Anthony Edwards? Nope. Anthony Edwards is better. My bad. I take okay. that back. I just corrected I, I, you. I was just comparing it to Wiseman. I mean, they've both been way better than Wiseman. So yeah. I think Edwards' ceiling is way higher than not way higher, but a little definitely higher than Lamelo. Hmm. Let's not get into this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna you know, say, we're going I mean, off on a tangent. So. Talking about the Timberwolves all of a sudden. Yeah, they they are nowhere. I mean, they're not on the NBA Finals level yet. So maybe oh, in yeah. a year, maybe in I don't know. We saw how the, the Suns really turned it around. So. Who knows? So maybe much, the Timberwolves. So I don't know. It'd be weird to have them in the finals, but it would. Hey, I, saying it like four years ago, saying the Suns are going to be in the NBA Finals in uh, true. In a, They're very true. So I guess anything can happen. I guess we'll close on this remark. But I was watching the. Uh, I was with TJ yesterday watching the Celtics game, the Penguins game, and a little bit of the Mavs Suns game. But he's, uh, you know, he TJ's been critical of the NBA to say the least over his. Uh, you know, lifetime. And he bets uh, on that sport the most. <laughs> and I do agree with him, you know, how it is frustrating how in the regular season, um, you know, these players rest a lot. And that's, that's definitely, it's frustrating. Um, I think the regular season NBA has gotten worse and the playoffs have gotten a little bit better. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, he did, say though that it's nice that there's parity in the league and you know you legitimately do not know who's going to win going into the season like i think there's you know probably seven or seven six or seven teams probably that could win it all as opposed to two before probably one because it was usually the warriors so yeah um it's just nice to have more teams uh because it just it just makes it more exciting so and I mean, that's, that's like the, the NHL and the, the NFL, like, especially the NHL, like anyone can win that. And even the NFL, like there's, there's a lot of different parody in it. And I just think that makes the league a little bit more exciting. So I, um, I will say against that, like, it is easy to say in hindsight that like having the same two teams go to the finals every year is a little annoying. Um, Cause like, obviously those finals like series are awesome. Like watching those two teams go at it every year. 
But, like, it's not like we were watching, like, even when we got to the playoffs and we knew the Warriors and Cavs were probably going back, we didn't know that for sure. So it was kind of cool to, like, see, like, oh, which team, like, like the Rocket series against the Warriors. Like, it was like, oh, are they actually going to, like, end this dynasty? Like, it was still entertaining, even though you knew, like, at the end of the day, the Warriors were probably going to win. Like, I think there is something to say that, like, living through a dynasty is pretty cool. Because, like, I don't know how many people can say that other than, like, Celtics fans in the 50s and 60s. I mean, and Lakers fans, I guess, in the 80s. But, like, every generation has their dynasty, and I'm, I'm pretty glad we got one in the past 10 years. Because that didn't really exist from 2000 to 2010, I don't think. No. Yeah, I mean, it... Um, I, I, I get what you mean. I think it definitely had its time. And those were... I'm, those are very memorable moments in, in my sports uh, fandom lifetime. I don't know if I said that right, but it's also nice now to kind of pivot from that and have a, have a period of time where it's kind of up in the air and it's a wild card and a lot of different teams can win. So I think sure. it's nice to have that balance. I think it's, it's um, definitely good. Uh, man, I had one more thing to say, man, we're really going on tangents here now. We're just, we're off <laughs> of the playoffs. Um, <laughs> uh, forget it. I'll save it for another episode then. Sure. All right, folks, that is today's Be sure to follow us on Instagram podcast. Um, thank you, Mr. T's Tuxedos, for sponsoring today's episode. As always, Jack's wedding is right around the corner, and you know we'll be wearing Mr. T's Tuxedos, so we'll be sure to post some of our our fire fits on on the on the gram so stay tuned for that in a couple months and yeah like as as always if you um if you have any formal attire needs please contact us because we'll get you covered and we'll have you looking your best for your big day there you go all right double shout out for mr t's today um all right folks thanks for listening thanks joey for coming on um we appreciate it and um we'll see you guys next time see ya Hey guys.